Holy fuck! That was diabolical! Welcome to the Diabolical 7, it's Entertainment Talks podcast for the boys on Amazon Prime Video. I'm your host Matthew, and this is for Season 3, Episode 7. Here comes a candle to light you to bed. Um, I thought this episode was... It, it got better as it went on. I thought, um, I think the second half of the episode improved over the first half, but that's a good thing, that's not a bad thing. Um, overall I enjoyed it. Um, see the thing for me with the boys is, I know that there's there's certain things I like, there's certain things I don't, and I'm very kind of like 50-50 on this show, I think, in terms of... There's there's about half of what is shown often on this show that I do like. Some things I question and some things I just don't like. So it's kind of a 50-50 approach a little bit. Uh, although you could argue that's more 75-25 if we're going to do it that way. Anyway, um, but no, there, yeah, again, for me, uh, there was things I enjoyed in this episode and things that I kind of didn't hate or massively dislike I just don't think is as strong as certain other things um so it seems like soldier boy is homelander's dad is that what I'm supposed to get from that last scene um I'll just drop that in there you know because obviously that's going to be the big talking point for the episode um what do I want to talk about here first I'll tell you what I'll do actually here first. Because uh, usually I sort of go character by character and just talk about the things that happened to those characters and whether I did or didn't like them. That's the, for, for me, that's the easier way to do this. Let's go to um, Black Noir and The Deep. Because there's also some stuff to talk about with A-Train. But talk about our sort of like, not side characters, but characters that don't often get the spotlight. Now, they showed some scenes with Black Noir in this episode, and did it in this, like, animated animal-talking way, which I thought was kind of interesting. Um, At first, obviously, it's a bit confusing. It's like, okay, what are you doing here? But you let the show tell you what it's going to do, and then you decide if you like it once it's explained what it's doing. Um, And the more, you know, we finish certain parts of that, we cut away to other things, we came back, we cut away, we came back. Um, just just very quickly, by the way, in terms of like structure and pacing and all that sort of stuff, because those are fundamental, important parts of episodes of TV. Um, I thought the pacing was okay for this episode. I thought the structure was the structure was as good as it could have been given, because we kind of check in with everyone. Really, I can't really think of any characters that we don't at least check in with in this episode. And given that we have got. A decent chunk of characters. Um, I I thought the episode handled that pretty well, actually. Um, yeah, there there wasn't too many occasions. In fact, I can't think of any occasions because structure of an episode to me is quite an important deal. It it sort of the structure of your episode can really help the pacing of the episode and vice versa as well. They're they're, they're two they're two things to me that go hand in hand. But structure of an episode or a film or whatever isn't really talked about that much. Uh, it's more sort of how fast or slow something was in terms of it pacing. Um, but no, there, there wasn't too many times in this episode 
that I thought like, ah, oh, shit, you've cut away from that too early, or you've cut away from it too quick, or, or whatever. I, I don't remember feeling that in this episode. So, um, good, good on those points, good on 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 those sorts of fronts. Um, so yeah, that was good. Uh, but in terms of one of the more interesting parts to me, um, we check in with um, Black Noir in this episode, uh, who again doesn't say anything. Um, apart from the animated version of himself, I suppose. Uh, and a bit of backstory with uh, Soldier Boy and what happened with Crimson and everything before, all of that sort of war storyline. Uh, and obviously you get like a version sort of of Edgar, which I thought was quite good. Um, there's a there's a very specific point in that episode, uh, oh sorry, in, in that scene, um, that they point out and I thought, oh that's interesting that you've sort of like made a note of it that point is when in within the animated animal fight thing or whatever soldier boy is beating the crap out of him and he like smashes his head a few times and like part of his brain comes out not his whole brain but part of it and the character is sort of like trying to reach over for his brain and then you cut the camera back up you cut back over to um black noir himself and he like taps the side of his head. So I thought that was a really interesting kind of like almost mental checkup on the character. Because he's not one that doesn't really speak. I mean I think the only time we've heard him speak is in is in the first Soldier Boy and Crimson uh, flashback scene that we that we got. I think I think that was that was in the thir- first three episodes, I think. I can't remember which one, but I think that was in the first three episodes. Um because we got our first little glimpse of Soldier Boy uh, in there. Uh, but I thought that was really interesting, actually. Um, the Boys is an interesting show in terms of that. Because the Boys can be really sort of dumb, silly, fun. And then it can also do some quite emotional stuff as well. or so, Not really emotional necessarily, but more, more sort of deeper uh, storytelling. And in this episode particularly, it was pretty good at doing that, I thought. Um, like you got Frenchie and you've got Kimiko and what's going on over there. You got MM's storyline. You've got obviously Billy. Billy's quite deep, um, you know, childhood trauma and all that sort of stuff. Um, and I thought that they balanced that pretty well in this episode, actually. But um, no, I I appreciate that with um, with Black Noir. I I thought that was quite an in, quite an interesting little note. That's quite an interesting way to do that, considering this character. I don't know if I don't know if um. If Black Noir can't talk, I'm not sure if they've like established that because we've never heard him talk. But he's got well, seemingly brain damage. Then, because um, we we we've seen, I think we've seen his face without the mask on before, haven't we? Because um, I think we saw that in a previous season, but I don't think that we've seen him actually speak before. So. Um, it's it's an interesting challenge for them to sort of get something out of that character, and I thought they actually did uh, pretty well with that. Uh, so I thought that was good. Um, let's move on to two points that uh, I I didn't enjoy for the episode because um, I do need to talk about the things I didn't like and the things I did like. Um, I'm not like <sighs> I was I was interested in the deep. And him sort of trying to get back in with the seven and all this kind of stuff. All that was interesting. His scene with his girlfriend and what's going on there. Um, I was like, no, nah, I don't, I don't like. No, I'm not, I'm not. No, just, just no. <laughs> For me, really, 
Um, I don't know why he thought that was a good idea. Basically, he's got this octopus that's sucking him off and then says to his girlfriend, I don't think that they're married, are they? Uh, his, his girlfriend, um, like, oh, we can do that to you now. And she's like, no, I don't want to do that. And they have an argument about it. And it's like, the deep here is in the wrong. Um, but he doesn't seem, he doesn't like care or acknowledge what he's doing wrong. But, I just, yeah, I, I think they've made some interesting change. Because my, my two main, not problematic characters, but two least interesting characters to me last season was A-Train in the Deep. Uh, very interesting stuff that's happening with A-Train, I'll talk about that in a minute. Um, but the Deep this season, he's had more interesting scenes this season, but he hasn't really improved as a character. And this scene goes to further my disappointment with that. Um, so, I, I just, I can't, what, what's also sort of like not helping me with that is I can't tell where they're going with that, with, with his character. Because um, I can sort of see an interesting path with A-Train. I can't really at the moment with the deep, like, I just, yeah, n- n- nothing really about that character at the moment is sort of working for me, so... Um, but it could be improved, we'll see, he's still in the show, he's not dead, so, you know, and you still have another episode for the season, but, um, I didn't, like, I wasn't disgusted or hated it, I just sort of, like, "Ah, I'm not really, sort of, I'm not really connecting with this, like, I don't really, sort of, care what's going on here, so, especially compared to, like, other interesting stuff, uh, speaking of interesting stuff, uh, let's talk about the A-Train, uh, A-Train as well, so, Ashley, not Ashley specifically, but Ashley tells him um because i was gonna say ashley gave him black hawk's heart but she didn't do it surgeons did it obviously uh she tells him about um oh we gave him because he's black hawk's dead obviously uh gave him your heart um so that you can run again to me that's very good um because that i want to we haven't seen the first you know, in in previous episode, the Herogasm episode, that's the first time we've seen him run in two seasons, maybe. Uh, so that just in of itself is an interesting thing because there's two pa- there's two characters in this episode that kind of get their powers back a little bit. Uh, Kimiko is the other one, of course. Um, what's interesting as well is um, so he's kind of like shocked. You kind of would be shocked at that, right? Hearing that you're... Regardless of who the other person's heart is. If somebody tells you your heart has been replaced. Might be a bit of a shock for you. You know. Um, he he and everybody else obviously knew he had problems with his heart. But still. Waking up and being told you've had your heart swapped out for somebody else's. It's going to... Yeah. It's going to be a bit, bit of a shock to you, I suppose. Uh, but of course, specifically for him. Because for me, I don't even feel like for him... It's about the heart being swapped out. It's the fact that it's Black Hawk's Black Black Hawk's heart that's been swapped out. Um, so that's interesting. Uh, I I don't know if they'll touch upon that more specifically later, but I'm just interested in. Okay, like end of last episode, he did something more interesting, which was used his powers in a reasonable way. Of course, it was very violent what he did, but it was understandable. Um, and as I predicted a few episodes ago. Uh, that Blackhawk probably wouldn't make it uh, too many more episodes. He didn't. That was 
good and interesting, uh, especially the reasons around that and what A-Train's been trying to do as a character. Uh, so I, thought, I thought that was pretty good. So A-Train for me, on on the um, on the more interesting characters list at the moment, we'll, we'll see what they do after this. Obviously, we have a season finale next week. Um, is renewed for season four, of course, but last episode next week for the season. But yeah, it it's at least more interesting to me what's going on there. So um, again, not a character redemption, um, just a an interest redemption, if you want to put it that way. So that's all of that. Um, who else did we want to talk about? Uh, a train, deep black noir, covered all those characters. Um, Again, two of the three of those are kind of interesting. What's going on with those? So some some good some good character work being done in this episode. Not for everybody, but for some of the characters. Um, I've got Billy's name right in front of me, so I'm just going to go to Billy next. Um, yeah, quite difficult to see, obviously, the flashback stuff with him and his brother. And everything going on there. Um, so that was interesting to see. Um, and apparently... Of course, as a football fan, I'm going to notice what was on the wall, as some of you may or may not have noticed. So there's posters. Um, some of you might not think this is relevant, but football is an interest to me. And if I see football names or flags in an episode of TV, I'm going to talk about it. Uh, so he's got, um, again, unclear if it's his or his brothers or if they supported two different teams. Because you've got Charlton Athletic and West Ham United on the wall. Um. Yeah, Charlton. Uh, I don't. I don't know what year that scene is supposed to be set in because West Ham at the moment, pretty decent team. They've got a pretty pretty decent squad. Um, almost finished above Man United last season. Uh, they didn't. They finished below Man United, but you know they they did very very well. Is is the point? Charlton. Um, I don't know what league Charlton are actually in. They were in the Premier League. A while ago, I want to say maybe 10 years ago or something. Um, unclear who supports who. Obviously, that's not the point. The point here is obviously the uh, uh, abuse storyline from the, with, with the dad and everything. But, you know, again, football stuff in the episode, I'm I'm, I'm going to notice that. So, because um, I kind of, I, I saw Charlton Athletic written on the wall and I looked above that and I couldn't quite tell initially what the badge was. I had to pause it. But I was like, is that a West Ham? badge because I, I thought I recognized it and I did apparently so uh hmm interesting I wonder which one of them supported which team or I don't know um doesn't exactly seem like the doesn't seem like the type of dad that would take you to games um I suppose their chance of watching games would be down the pub because you can sometimes do that at least here in the UK um you don't get to like change the channel but sometimes they have football down at the pubs um, I also doubt this is a dad who pays for like, you know, the TV to watch their their um, thing to, to watch football on. So, um, but that that was an, that was my kind of way of connecting. I suppose um, of like, okay, you're, you're trying to do obviously you're doing this different thing. You're, you're focusing on the dad's uh, abuse towards the uh, him and his brother. Um, I didn't catch his brother's name, by the way. I didn't catch his brother's name. I think he said something in the beginning with L, but I didn't quite catch his name. Um, but yeah, just interesting, like, because that is obviously, like, me me with my dad, I've got, you know, a big football relationship with him and stuff. We both support Man United. We talk about football all the time. Sometimes to my mum's annoyance, but it's, it's all good fun. <laughs> um, 
But uh, yeah, me and Dad, we both watch football games and stuff. I've been to a couple of like other teams' games and things like that. We've watched some football in the pub um, on certain random occasions. Uh, but uh, yes, clearly this isn't a dad that's going to be doing that, is he? So um, yeah, I, ju- I just thought that was an interesting part. But of course, that's because he get lock gets locked into this like memory thing. He's with um, Huey and Soldier Boy at that point. Um, but no, it was uh, I thought well acted again by Carl Urban. I, I never really have like question marks about the acting in this show, but sometimes some of the acting stands out a bit more than some of the others. Like I've pointed out, Jensen Eccles recently. I didn't really know how good of an actor he was because I hadn't really seen Supernatural much. Um, Jensen Eccles, I think, continues to be great in this show as well, as does Carl Urban. Um, as Billy of course in this episode specifically in those scenes as well I think he's fantastic so that was uh, interesting to see um, what's also interesting as well is Huey's become a kind of like because um, what's interesting as well is I have been mentioning the last what five six episodes that Billy's been making me laugh on occasions just with like his lines and how he's delivering them and stuff I didn't do that in this episode, obviously with Billy we're focusing more on serious stuff, so I'm not going to laugh at that of course, because that's not the same thing, Um, but Huey almost had the more, like with with his teleportation powers and everything, and uh, him turning up naked everywhere, which very much made me think of uh, Time Traveller's Wife, the HBO Sky Atlantic show, very very good show, worth watching, definitely, Um, that was supposed to be more of the comedic element, maybe, um, although specifically with cause obviously Huey, most of Huey and Billy's scenes, they're either together or really in really close proximity to one another. Um, I didn't feel like they were going more for the comedy stuff this, this week's episode. You are dealing with some like higher stakes, I suppose, especially with Soldier Boy being involved in this other super 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 person that's there as well. Um, so I thought all that was pretty good. Um, it's interesting with Soldier Boy because, excuse me, he's very much got a sort of like, you know, do the mission at no cost, uh, you know, whatever, do do the mission, uh, get the job done, and he's suspicious about this. Uh, I think it's a priest and a nun they come across in the episode. Uh, yeah, interesting uh, stuff going on there. Um, but I'm I'm finding his character interesting at least, Soldier Boy so far. That that is being helped by Jensen's um Jensen Eccles's uh acting. I, I definitely still feel that's holding up pretty well. Because um, cause it cause even though the character himself, Soldier Boy, is a bit more sort of like not not one note, but very kinda like um he's not been like completely fleshed out yet. But there are certain times where he'll say things that are a bit more out there or some some deeper stuff. And that will shine through a bit more. So I'm I'm enjoying his character overall, obviously he's a bit sort of out there and everything. But um yeah, he's he's cool at least. I, I, I like him, so that's all very good. Um Of course we got Homelander and Annie or Starlight in this episode. Um And of course you've got uh I suppose I can combine these three a little bit more. You've got Maggie, of course. You've got um, Queen Maeve. Okay, one of my one of my most disappointing things from this season, which continues to happen, 
is the not even misuse, the underuse of Maeve as a character. I'm I'm really disappointed by her screen time. Both her screen, I, it, it is a misuse and an underuse of her character because. I mean, I think the Soldier Boys have more screen time than her this season. Um, and although I kind of get sort of why they've gone in the direction they've gone with Maeve and why the things that have happened to her have happened to her, I still sort of just... Because, yeah, you, you get, obviously, the scene with her in this episode. And, you know, that's with Homelander and everything. It's a good scene. N- nothing wrong with the scene. Nothing wrong with the content. I just want to see... I, I feel like she's become the most underserviced character in the show. Um, and it's it's beginning to frustrate me um, a bit. Which it already was, but... We at least saw her in this episode. Um, and I can't quite tell. Because again there's this overall thing. I mentioned this on last week's episode. When we had the big fight with Homelander. Or against Homelander. And. Homelander is a ticking time bomb. And basically everybody wants to kill him. Pretty much Everybody. And I'm just still wondering. Like you've got people that are trying to make plans to kill him. And you almost did last episode. But. And and I do like again in this episode. How. Every sort of. Every single sort of little jab that anyone takes. Against Homelander. And I don't mean physically. But, um, you've got, uh, what's her name in this episode? Uh, give me one second. You've got, uh, Victoria in this episode. And she's kind of like, you know, talking back against Homelander and he threatens to strangle her and whatever. But you can, those scenes I like, um, and I'm sure most of the audience likes is when some when someone's saying something to Homelander, um, and you can see he's sort of like he's uncomfortable, and he's not quite sure what to say, and he's like, "Damn, this person sort of got me," you know, like I can't worm my way out of this conversation. Um, and lots of characters throughout this season have done that. And I've liked all those scenes. Because Annie does it in this episode. Vic, uh, Vicky does it in this episode. Um, Maggie or Queen Maeve. Um, does it in this episode as well. And it it is slowly wearing him down. And I like that a lot. But. I suppose. I suppose for me. with Because with like, I have more of like a timeline question. Of like okay. When is Maggie going to get out of. You know, when is she going to get out of this cell? What's going to happen to her after that? Is she going to try and fight Homelander? What's going to happen in result of that? When are we next going to get, like, the group to fight Homelander again? And you have a big season finale next week. How is that all going to kind of lined up? And, um, where does A-Train, the Deep, and literally every single character in the show fit in towards that? You know? Um, and I mean, like, 
even as far as like where does black noir fit into all that and everything um you know when is the when is the sort of timeline going to add up of get getting everybody because i think i mean i haven't read the book the comic book of this as you could probably tell but i'm to, to me how i would picture like a series finale and not trying to, i'm not and i'm not trying to get the show to rush towards going to an end obviously you have to build up to it a certain way homeland is a massive villain you can't underestimate him and all that sort of stuff but how do you sort of get it to where like everyone and i mean everyone is like because i'm kind of imagining this big finale where homelander goes full blast kind of you know really unleashes his power and he has to fight sort of everybody almost um and maybe there'll be some other characters that like help homelander or i don't know something like that so i'm just kind of wondering about that but again going back to the smaller portions of that like okay how long is maggie gonna be in the cell for and what does she do when she gets out and who is she gonna speak to and how's that gonna kind of progress so yeah i, I i'm interested in that sort of stuff but um, yeah, we also get in this episode, uh, Annie does manage to record and film Homelander. Of course, that's another him sort of like getting caught out. I liked that as well. Um, and I was nervous about a um, particular scene with Homelander in this episode. He goes over to a cow and starts getting some milk. And I thought... Um, one of my main things I wanted to see in this season. And I'm not mad about this scene. I almost was, but then I wasn't. <laughs> One of the things I said all the way back in my preview podcast for season 4. Was can we stop doing weird stuff with Homelander. It's overdone. It's not doing anything new. It's overused. It's just not like. It's not worth it anymore. And there might be some people that watch it and cringe. And sort of have a fun time cringing at it. And they cut the scene off a bit early because he has a front confrontation with with uh, with Vicky. So I liked how that turned out because he starts milking the cow, and I was like, "Please don't do any weird milk stuff. Just you, you don't need to do it." Like we, we've, like I haven't mentioned it or complained about it this whole season because it's not happened once. At least I don't think it has yet, and that's good. Because it means that you can spend more time with Homelander doing more interesting stuff. Which I think is happening as well. Um, I think most of the scenes that Homelander's in are at least interesting. And you're not wasting time with doing weird stuff with milk with him. Um, so they, they almost went to do it but it got cut off. And then you had a more interesting scene with Vicky. So good. Just just don't go back to the milk stuff. It's just it's not it's not interesting. It's not funny or anything. So um yeah, but I'm not gonna moan about it because nothing bad happened. So we'll leave it at that. Anyway, speaking of men, of course Homelander is one of them. Um 
You can, of course, uh, use Manscaped. We are sponsored by Manscaped. Entertainment Talk at the moment is sponsored by Manscaped, uh, which, of course, is a men's grooming service. You can go and buy some of their products. Uh, And, of course, we're sponsored by them. Uh, They sent me some products as well so I can test them out, tell you about how good they are so that you hopefully go and get some for yourself. Uh, So you've got all sorts of things like razors. uh, You can buy things like boxes as well, uh, all sorts of different men's grooming products. Uh, There's nose trimmers shavers all sorts of other things that you can go and buy on the website those are just a few that i've been able to try out and everything um so uh you can go and check out some of their great products of course you can go and look for yourself on manscapes website uh luckily they've got uh, a good thing as well i've got a link directly in the show notes for a description in the description directly to their website so if you want to click straight on that go straight over to manscapes website uh, you don't you don't even have to type anything in. you can just click on that go straight over to manscapes website and uh, go and look for yourself on there if you spot something that you like or that you want um and if you want to of course if you're of course concerned about you know how much is it going to cost am i going to have to pay for shipping all that kind of stuff you know we don't want to spend too much money in this day and age whatever uh we have some good news we are of course partnered uh, sponsored with uh sponsored by manscaped at the moment and you can get speaking of money and discounts and free shipping we've got some very good news for you if you use the code etalkuk that's e-t-a-l-k uk uh, so it's our shortened entertainment talk name you can get 20 percent off and free shipping so you know if you're building your uh, basket full of stuff for manscaped and you think oh this is going to cost some shipping you know, it's going to have some shipping costs, it's going to be expensive. Uh, you can at least cut down some of your expenditure with that and get that nice free shipping as well. So, of course, when you get to put in your promo code, put in ETALKUK. You can either do it all capitals or all lowercase, it's up to you. Uh, so, you can type that into your promo box, promo code box. You can get 20% off and free shipping with Manscaped. Uh, so, very professionally made products, uh, even down to their packaging and everything as well. Nothing was sort of ripped, nothing was sort of damaged. All really, really well packaged. Very nice products. Very good stuff with Manscaped. So go and check out what they've got. So check out Manscaped's website. Promo code ETALKUK. E-T-A-L-K-U-K. For 20% off and free shipping with Manscaped. Thanks very much to Manscaped for sponsoring Entertainment Talks podcast. And thank you very much for listening. I'll take a quick break now. Get into some housekeeping. And then we'll come back and talk about some more of the boys. I'll see you in a minute. Hi there and thanks very much for listening. Today I'm here to tell you about our two different affiliate links. The first of which is our Amazon affiliate link. That's where you can shop on Amazon. We can get a small cut of what you spend but it won't cost you anything extra. So whether you're getting a gift for somebody else or treating yourself or maybe both depending on the occasion we can get a small cut of what you spend but it won't cost you extra. You can find the link to our Amazon affiliate link in your show notes the second affiliate link for today is our kualu affiliate link if you want to get started with a website and a domain name of your choice you can simply sign up with kualu using the link in the show notes they also have a live chat support system that's in the bottom right hand corner as well so if you need help with getting set up kualu will be able to help you with that as well the links for both of these can be found in your show notes for Kualu and the Amazon affiliate link. If you would like to get the ad-free versions of Entertainment Talks podcast and support us along the way, you can simply sign up over on our Patreon page. You can sign up either as a creator or as a patron. There's no difference there for the time being. 
and you can get your ad free podcasts over there it's a great way to support us on entertainment talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad free podcasts you can also support entertainment talk on patreon at the three dollar level tier this gets you a chance to request a review from us of your favorite tv show or film but it's one per month so one tv show or film review per month it's up to you which one you want to choose we will watch a few episodes of the tv show that you choose or of course if it's a film we'll just watch that film and we will review that for you on that month and then when it gets to the next month you can request a new tv show or a film review of your choice that's three dollar level tier that does also of course include your ad free podcasts for the month as well thank you very much for listening and enjoy the rest of the show Alright, so recently on Entertainment Talk, as of yesterday, well, whenever you would count Wednesday to be, um, me and David returned for the uh, Season 4 premiere for Westworld, uh, Season 4 Episode 1. There is, excuse me, 8 episodes in the season, so 7 more to go, uh, so we're going to kind of finish off the boys and then of course move into Westworld. We've already started that, so Westworld Season 4 Episode 1, me and David returning to give coverage to that show. That's of course on HBO and Sky Atlantic, so that's for... Uh, Westworld on Gaming Talk podcast this week we return to talk about Tony Hawk the remaster or remake of Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 3 and 4 were cancelled by Activision basically due to the studios or due to Activision's mismanagement studio mismanagement has effectively led to development mismanagement uh, which led to a game getting cancelled because there would have probably been a collection of uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 3 and 4 won't be happening unfortunately it's Activision's fault um, so we talked all about that. We also talked about some bad uh, Sonic gameplay uh, with Sonic Frontiers, so you can listen to our thoughts on that. And I also talked about my impressions of uh, Siphon Filter, which is of course available through the new version of PS Plus, which we also talked about that as well, as well as our impressions of games and all sorts of other things. So that's the Gaming Talk podcast this week. Uh, of course, we got um, coverage for uh, 306. Um, for the Herogasm episode as well for last week's episode uh, over on the other TV season reviews um, excuse me we did our first season review for Obi-Wan Kenobi the Star Wars Disney Plus TV show not that, not that I needed to explain that that's a Star Wars show because it's Obi-Wan Kenobi but we gave that a must see rating for its season 1 we really really enjoyed it that's me and David on that one and if you haven't seen any or not all of if you've not seen all of Obi-Wan Kenobi uh, the first half of that podcast is spoiler free. Over on the a- ASMR discussion side of things, I talked about what's going on with ASMR over on Twitch as opposed to on YouTube. Uh, content is being made, let's say, differently over on Twitch, and it's giving ASMR a bit of a different, bit of a bad um, uh, sort of impression over there uh, about and there's a different sort of name over there with asmr so again i just discussed the differences between what's going on with asmr on twitch as opposed to what's going on with asmr on youtube youtuber sorry uh over on uh, a lists podcast i did i did my list for top five best marvel and dc video games i also have done four lists before for best and worst tv shows and films for Marvel and DC. So there's four other lists. I'm currently working on by the way. A list of. I'm not sure if it's going to be 5 or 10. Or whatever's going to come out from it. But a list of best and worst characters. At the moment. I'm having a bit of a interesting challenge. Doing that list. I'm not going to rush it or anything. 
because um, there's a lot of characters of course in the worlds of Marvel and DC but I'm working on that list at the moment those two lists at the moment so look out for those podcasts at some point soon don't know when but look out for those soon uh, over on the World of Last of Us podcast I did a two video related pieces of content uh, one is taking a look at the game's character models and another is reading Ellie's journal also did two podcasts for those uh, one is taking a look at Abby and Ellie who's got the better weapons and levels in the game and a World of Last of Us podcast for The Last of Us 2, a completionist review after playing the game multiple times. Lots of themes and characters and deeper story stuff to dig into. So I just gave more of a full-fledged review for that. Uh, Toy Story is back, which is brilliant. Uh, we got a spin-off prequel type thing with Lightyear. At the moment, I gave that a must-see rating. Uh, some mixed reviews and stuff out there, but that's absolutely fine, of course. Uh, we've all got our own opinions and thoughts and everything. Uh, but you can go and listen to my thoughts if you've not seen Lightyear itself. Uh, again, for that podcast, the uh, first half of that is spoiler-free. Uh, just a bit of a note, um, as of Friday, the 1st of July, uh, which it will be by the time this episode comes out, uh, Stranger Things releases its last two episodes for Season 4. That's the Volume 2 thing. I'm going to attempt to do a podcast for that by Saturday, so look out for that. And, of course, Gaming Talk is back on uh, Sunday, and then on Friday as well, um, so for tomorrow, um, I'm going to do uh, this month, I suppose, uh, or the newest chat podcast episode. I've already got most of that recorded, I just need to do the sort of monthly chat pot and everything, so look out for all that. Anyway, let's get back to the boys. Um, so talked about all that stuff, talked about A-Train already. Um, I suppose it's now Kimiko. Frenchie and MM. Um, so again, I'm really enjoying, as as I mentioned last week, with um, some of the scenes with Kimiko and Frenchie. I'm very much enjoying their stories this season. I think that there's some um, stuff to smile at. You know, I think there's some happy stuff going on. I think there's some interesting stuff going on. Uh, she gets her powers back in this episode. Um, I'm a little bit sort of like. Um, the, the the one the one little sort of sticking point, and it's not something that actually bothers me. I don't I don't mind. It's just more of a curious point. I didn't quite fully understand because I I feel like this is a me issue as opposed to the show issue. Um, I didn't quite understand why she wanted her powers back. I didn't quite get that, but I think that was more my fault. Um, so yeah. But um, I like the conversations between Kimiko and Annie. I thought those were pretty good. Uh, so you got that going on as well. Um, but yeah, I thought there was some decent, you know, pretty good emotional stuff again between her and Frenchie. Um, the straw arms comments I thought were pretty good. Uh, obviously, she's talking about that kind of stuff. So yeah, again, I, I enjoyed that. I got a little question or two in there, but... Um, no, nothing no, nothing against the show in terms of the way that story is being told. Um, but yeah, I thought that was pretty good. I thought MM's involvement was quite interesting. Because um, they sort of turn up with him as well. Uh, so that was pretty good. Um, so yeah, again, I, I liked Frenchie and Kimiko's scenes. Because in terms of the characters that are a bit more side characters, um, I feel like they're doing a pretty good job with those characters. So I'm, I'm, I'm now that you've put even more interesting things going on in there now that she's got her powers back because um, again two interesting points for the points for the episode she gets her powers back Kimiko and so does A-Train so I'm looking forward to seeing how both of those scenarios 
play out. And they'll probably be in different scenes as well. So that'll be quite interesting to see. Um, but yeah, MM ends up punching... Um, what do we call him? His wife's... Let's just call him his wife's partner. His wife's new um, boyfriend. And you can you can understand MM's stance on this, right? Because Homelander is essentially doing... Now, I didn't see all of Trump's rallies and things of course you know it was it was hard to miss news about trump it still is to this day of course there was some big stuff the other day you know trump might have like done a few more bad things uh recently uh or not recently but before but being reported on recently there's been the january 6th hearings and all that sort of stuff so yeah um but trump is trump is somebody that you don't need to google news for it's just it's there because it's trump so um and yes i am kind of comparing him with homelander because i think that there's some uh yeah so some alpha male uh political power struggles going on um let, let, let's call them that so uh but of course homelander's a fictional character played by you know a real person whereas trump is unfortunately a real person, so, um, so yeah, but, uh, yeah, so he's, uh, what's it called, um, MM's wife's partner, that guy, he's been taking MM's daughter to Homelander's rallies, basically, uh, and of course this guy is, has been brainwashed by Homelander, and he doesn't see the issues going on, um, of like, hey, they're lying about what's being said about Homelander. The interesting stuff with that, though, is obviously we've seen, because we see the scenes where Homelander's in, where he's doing the bad stuff, and MM has also seen that literally firsthand as well. So uh, I would hope that we're all on MM's side in this situation. Um, I do wonder with this scene. Because obviously the boys isn't isn't afraid to tackle political issues. It it does it in its own way, which I think is different to any other show on television. Because sometimes it does it in a more serious way, and sometimes it does it in a more sort of like slapstick, sarcastic way. I think, um, and it balances them pretty well. And you you always know the tone that the show's going for. Um, I wonder what. I wonder with these scenes, right, with MM and this guy, right, and they're having this back and forth about Homelander's good or it's bad or whatever. I wonder what Trump supporters do make of those scenes or the show's, like, actual political approach to things. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm curious about some of that, maybe. But anyway, aside from that... Uh, yeah, he basically ends up saying to MM about like, hey, at least someone, I think he says something like, hey, at least someone's being a dad for her, and he, you know, punches him around the face, so, yeah, um, it's, it's not good for, for MM at the moment, um, so we'll see where that goes, I thought that was kind of interesting, there was a bit, you know, some shorter scenes there, but that was pretty interesting as well, so, there we go, uh, anything else I want to talk about, uh, been going here for a bit of time, um, Stormfront's not quite back yet. Maybe she is completely dead, but I still just don't quite, don't quite fully buy that. Still don't quite fully buy that. If 
Right. If if we get to the end of next week's episode and Stormfront has not been mentioned or named or shows up, then I will think that she's dead. It's just when you do Stormfront story in the way that you did and she dies a bit off screen and there's a body bag but we don't see her you know, you kind of get suspicious that like Stormfront might be using a weapon as a weapon in some way, shape or form Um, and given that the finale is the next episode that would be the episode to reveal something like that so we'll see from next week but for me, if, if there's name drops of Stormfront for any particular reason, I'll keep that interest or that theory alive if ne- if in next week's episode there is no mention she doesn't show up there's no- nothing dropped to- dropped about her or whatever um then i will drop that theory could come back next season of course but that's when i will drop that because i i think the the opportunity for you to use that theory or use that opportunity is the season finale next week could be later down the line but that's that's when i think that they could they could do something there so again we'll see how that works out um last thing to talk about did anything happen with ashley in this episode um did anything happen with ashley in this episode well she talked to um adrian about his powers but that's pretty much all that i met, i remember so and i talked about victoria's confrontation already so i think i covered basically everything uh, final points to talk about. So this whole soldier boy, because I, I did say I'd go back to it, and it's usually better to talk about the end of the episode at the end of the podcast. Um, so what are they doing with that? So soldier boy has indicated to Homelander that he what was the phrase he used? Jerked his meat something or something or other. Uh, into something and uh, they mentioned it was a boy um, and we're supposed to understand that that boy is supposed to be Homelander what could that mean I my my question from that and again that goes back to my overall question for the show um, so are you gonna are you gonna have a fight scene in next week's episode what it because every single show on television, unless you do like a Game of Thrones thing where your big episode is episode 9 and then your season finale is the kind of like um, calm after the storm sort of thing. But most TV shows tend to save, you know, you do big things throughout the season. I mean, episode 6, you know, middle episode for the season was the Herogasm episode. Um, some shows would save that for the finale, but you've already done that. So what is going to be your season... Fi- what What are you going to have as your big thing for your season finale? Um, there probably will be a fight scene. I, probably, I think there probably will be one, but who is it going to be between? How long will it be? What will be the consequences of it? We've also had... Um, so was it Beck Becky? Um, she died in last season finale. Stormfront got, you know, brutally damaged in season finale last season. And in season one, you had, I can't remember her name, um, the one that was, like, looking after Homelander. He used to, like, cuddle up to her and stuff. He, he like, shot her eyes out, didn't he, in the season one finale. 
So those those are two pretty big character deaths from season one and season two. So who could be the one to? I I hope it's not Maggie. Uh, um, of course Queen Maeve. Um, although the two women that I've just mentioned that died weren't soups, were they? They didn't have powers. Uh, Queen Maeve does, so she can, uh, in a way, put up a bigger fight because she can fight back against the soups that might fight her if it's Homelander. Um, if you if you're gonna take a big name off the table, it could be Queen Maeve. But I also feel like if if you're gonna do that, um, and it's gonna be from Homelander, because I don't know why anyone else would kill her. I would like something big and splashy from her in terms of like a, like a, like a big action scene or something. I mean, they made a note in what was it, episode four, episode five that she's been training. So if you killed her off, and again, this is just me theorizing, if you killed her off before we saw any of that, be a bit disappointing. I, I would be genuinely disappointed. So for me, if you were going to kill her off, you'd have to play that very carefully. Um, because you'd have to really give her something big in if it was her last episode. Who else could you kill off? Uh, I mean, you already killed off Crimson. Um, she didn't last too long at all. Um, I don't think it will be somebody like Starlight or Homelander or Billy or, um, Kimiko or someone like that. Um... Maybe like an Ashley, possibly. Um, or Victoria, maybe. Vicky. I know I'm predicting, like, the women. Uh, which isn't a good thing for me to do, but... Uh, I mean, if, we, if we're going to look at the men in the show, then... Maybe somebody like an M.M. or a Frenchie. But, but the, the, the reason I'm pointing those three women out is... Maybe Ashley. Because I'm more thinking of... I'm more thinking of like who could piss off Homelander that Homelander would kill. And Maeve is an option, Ashley is an option, and Victoria is an op uh, Vicky is an option. That though those are three very specific characters who are in positions where I could see like might say something because Starlight's another one of those, but I don't think Starlight will die in next week's episode. Um. Maybe you could have something where Frenchie or an MM gets like caught in the crossfire a bit more. Because if you remember, when um, Becky died last season, it was from Ryan, wasn't it? Ryan tried to fight back against Homelander and he'd lost control of his powers and he cut Becky's neck. So that wasn't... Homelander was involved. The, re the reason that fight was happening was because of Homelander. Because let's face it, most character deaths in this show were... Due to Homelander, uh, unless you're talking about Soldier Boy and Crimson, but um, yeah, but if if you did something like you did last season, then where so it's somebody else getting caught in the crossfire, like it was Becky, maybe you have maybe you could do something to where um, maybe you have like Kimiko's involved in a fight scene between Maeve. Because uh, they did that before, didn't they? They had Stormfront... Not Stormfront. They had uh, the women fighting Stormfront, didn't they, before? It was... I think I think it was Starlight, Kimiko and Maeve were all fighting 
uh, sorry, Star- Starlight, Kimiko, and Maeve were all fighting Stormfront. I remember that in the season. So if you did that again and you had Maeve, Kimiko, and like Frenchie's there somewhere, because obviously Frenchie would probably be with Kimiko, and let's say something like Homelander goes to fight or is fighting against Maeve and Kimiko goes to intervene but Frenchie like puts himself in the way maybe that's how you do that or maybe you could do the same thing and you have MM there maybe um possibly I don't know I don't know um the other thing you could possibly do is if you had um if you switch it completely around if you have Homelander and Soldier Boy fighting again. And MM intervenes in that way. Because we know that MM. I mean let's face it. MM is, an, is yet another character that would want Homelander dead. But he also has it in for uh, Soldier Boy doesn't he? So you could have him getting the cross. cross, cross him getting caught in the crossfire there possibly lots of different options those are those are the five options i would go with is vicky um ashley mave frenchie and mm because i don't really see anybody else on the chopping block um although you haven't done anything with ryan for a bit so possibly right. I don't really no. I don't really see that. No. So yeah, th- those are the five. Those are the five that I could see. Uh, I don't know which ones the most likely. I've just I've named out some. I've put out some scenarios there of fight scenes where characters could intervene and get caught in the crossfire. So we shall see. But I hope it isn't. I hope it isn't Maeve because out arguably out of those characters, those five that I've just named, she has been the most the the most disserviced. In the show, I think so. We shall see. Uh, who knows? Could be it could be like Black Noir or somebody else completely different. So we shall see. Anyway, uh, write in your thoughts, feelings, questions, comments. Who do you think might die in next week's season finale? What did you think of this episode? Uh, let me know what you thought. Um, all your thoughts, feelings, questions, comments, either about the finale or this week's episode. Let me know what you're thinking. Uh, Matthew at Entertainment Talk Twitter E Talk UK. There's a contact page and information in your show notes. Um, you can also use the email box which is on the website version of the episode and a clickable email name in your show notes in the meantime you can find everything else that we're doing on entertainmenttalk.org TV, games, films and main night podcasts so take a look out for those as well uh, entertainmenttalk.org, podcast platforms entertainment talk, check out all of what we've got you can also support us uh, by just telling other people simply by just literally telling other people or you can use social media share the podcast around on those platforms um, to your liking uh, you can also support us through Patreon, uh, $1, $3 level tiers, the ad-free podcast review options. That will be getting changed tomorrow. By the way, there will be an update on the chat podcast episode. Look out for that. But um, for the next 12 or so hours, roughly, whatever, 24 hours roughly, um, it will be $1 and $3 level tiers that will be changed. So just look out for that. But get involved if you want to get involved on that while it's still at that price I suppose so uh, take a look out for that as well um, that's all of that if you want to get your uh, TV and film news of course run by David over on geektown.co.uk and geektown radio uh, for TV um, 
TV and film news, uh, renewals, cancellations, pickups, all that type of stuff as well. Uh, David is going on holiday, by the way, uh, next couple of weeks, so it's up to him what he does with Geek Town. It's his thing, but there might be some differences over on Geek Town next couple of weeks. But keep your eyes out, geektown.co.uk and Geek Town Radio. Uh, check out this week's Geek Town Radio episode as well from Tuesday with uh, Gray on that one. So check out that episode as well. If you want some fun content over on Twitch um, with some retro gaming and all sorts of things with Tomb Raider. Uh, check out what Bex is doing, Trista B-Y-T-E-S. Uh, go and follow her over there. Go and give her a follow, sorry, over there. And you can also follow her on Instagram and Twitter, uh, Instagram, Twitter, or Twitch, uh, Trista B-Y-T-E-S. You can also follow me on Twitch as well, where you talk UK for my different gaming streams, FIFA career mode episodes, game streams, all that type of stuff. And if you want to find those and the archived game clips, I've still got some to update actually on there. Uh, Entertainment Talk plays over on YouTube. That's where all that stuff will be archived. So keep your eyes out for all that as well. Alright. I need to put this episode out. And then uh, go to bed. Thanks for listening. And I'll catch you next week for the season finale. It's exciting. Let's get excited. And I'll see you then. Goodbye. <laughs>